0: Welcome to a special EduTech Guys presentation, recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the conversation.
1: Hey, welcome back to FETC. It's day three. It's very exciting. 2022 is the year yeah. to meet back up with everybody, and we're excited to have our guest in the seat right now. Yes, very We're going to let so. her introduce herself, tell us who she is and what she does and all that kind of good stuff. So here we go. Yeah.
2: Well, first of all, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super honored to be here. Thank you. My name is Christy Custer, and for 24 years, I was a high school educator. And for the last 20 years, I have been at an alternative school. And for the last 12 years, I was a high school principal.
1: That's
2: and awesome. at, in May of last year, I thought, you know what? I want to do something different. And so I quit my job eight years from retirement, and I now write curriculum for the high school esports league.
0: Oh, awesome. wow, man, that is <laughs> now that's what a, a completely career.
1: like I'm going to go this way yeah. and run for a <laughs> well, while. You're, yeah. you're, you're, right?
0: you're a part. You're officially a part of the Great Resignation. You're like yeah. forget this. I'm doing something else.
2: It's a hemorrhage out of education. <laughs> it's so well, sad. it's
0: a hemorrhage out of everywhere. It, it is. I, it I, is. I, well, I say everywhere out of the traditional, you know, yeah. what we think of traditional workforces, and, and folks are finding their place in 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 things that bring them. Enjoyment and where their passions are. And so, esports, I'm assuming, okay. became a passion for you. <laughs> I'm hoping. I mean, <laughs> uh, I hate for you to are, jump off and go, oh, this is Are stupid. you a gamer? <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: So you guys are going out on a limb, and you're both having an expectation of what I'm going to say here, and I'm going to I'm going to throw you for a loop. Okay. I hate video games.
1: Oh, my oh wow. Okay.
2: I know. I okay. hate video games, and my bosses hate it when I say that, so I say it all the uh, time. Yeah, I was going to Be- say,
0: yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing like uh, job security there for you.
2: So <laughs> I hate video games, but I love people who love video games because okay. I have three children. Yeah. I have a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 9-year-old, and we fight daily over screen time. And about seven years ago I uh, crashed down into the basement because that's where gamers play right Right. in the basement (laughs) and my son was down there and I started yelling at them as all good moms do and I said Christian you've been down here for three hours or five hours or 45 hours and you're wasting your life away on these stupid games and he looked up at me with these beautiful blue eyes and he's my baby and he said mom if I would have been playing my tuba for three hours or reading for three hours or playing basketball for three hours, would you be mad at me? And I looked down at him and I got that mom look on my face and I thought, you know what, I'm not belittling video games, I'm belittling my child. Mm -hmm. And I thought, why is that? Why is that that I I treat video games and his interests differently? And he said, because this is what my friends and I like to do. And, and why is that? And so I started thinking about how do I reconcile that? And it's school. Right. It's not normalized in school. Video games is not normalized in school. And so I thought, I need to figure out a way to bring this massively uh, interesting, what kids love to do, this is where they're at, thing into schools. And so that's what I did.
1: Wow. <laughs> Wow. And so when you made that decision, um, you knew exactly which route you were going to go. So you've been building up for six years, seven years.
2: Well, actually, so I wasn't 100% sure what we were going to do, but serendipity happens. And right right time, right place, right people. Mm -hmm. And I happened to hire a social studies teacher who was Michael Russell. Mm -hmm. And I actually think he was on here the other day. Uh, He was? Yes, he was. Great guy. He is wonderful. And in an interview with him for our social studies position, I like to ask about teacher passion pro- projects. Yeah, I think kid passion projects are important, but teacher passion projects really bring everything together. Mm-hmm. And in his interview, I said, uh, "You know, what would your passion project be? And almost embarrassedly, he said, I like to play video games.
1: Yeah, saved his life, as he said.
2: Yes, and I, I thought to myself, this is my son. And this is the connection. And I knew immediately that this was going to be something fantastic. So he really got me started in this. And it was serendipity, of course, because I write curriculum. I individualize curriculum. I've done it my whole life because that's what you do in alternative school Mm -hmm. is that you have to find the passion of the kid. Mm -hmm. And so... um, I was kind of the curriculum piece, and I brought esports in and standardized it, and I made it look like school. Hmm. And he really made it look no, he made it fun, yeah. it is what he did. And so <laughs> that's what some educators do, like me. Is I'm really great at writing curriculum, but I have a really hard time making it fun.
1: Right, hmm. that's how duos and trios and teams work.
2: Obviously, the two of you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, well, he pulls all the weight. Yes,
2: so does Mike. <laughs> yeah, sorry,
0: That's yeah, sorry. Uh, well, and and to to that end, you know, we talk about esports, and yes, e- esports the the vehicle is video games, but when you you know. If you take the "e" off, it's sport. And when you think of most sport, you're take, you're talking teamwork, you're talking collaboration, communication. Uh, you're talking about uh, learning to get better. Hopefully, you know when when students are participating right, right. in any kind of sport, mm-hmm. ideally they're doing that so that they can continue to get better at that particular sport. So, you know, I, I think it's great that you, throughout your career. And you know, I, I would think especially in that principal role when you are working with your teams, mm-hmm. uh, that that kind of transition to say, okay, my kids into video games, how do we make this productive? Right. And as you said, how do we take this into curriculum? How do I bring this you know, your your students? Obviously, they're gonna you know a bunch of them. I'm pretty sure yes. are very much into video games. So how do you make this into the sport of eSports in your district
2: right well and really a teacher actually said this so I don't want to steal this away but it was actually actually a teacher in Fort Scott Kansas uh, wrote to me about using our curriculum because he was a little bit of a skeptic mm-hmm. because I think people think we're teaching video games right. and that is absolutely not what we're doing we are using video games as the hook and we're meeting kids where they're at for so long I'm a, I'm a high school English teacher they don't give one flip about Shakespeare and that's just not where they're at and and they're really into students today are into it's like the supply chain right right here right now when you need it yeah and so so many kids say actually the the numbers astronaut it's like 40% of kids say that the things I'm learning right now in school have nothing to do with my life right and we all know that it does but it's hard to apply it right now and so what we're trying to do is teach kids that how to learn, we're teaching them how to learn. And so video games is right now. And so if we can teach those things, the strategizing that goes on, the, the technology foundation that they're learning yeah. right there. I mean, these, these this interest leads to very high paying jobs. And so what we're doing is normalizing video games in schools. I have no doubt that in five years, this won't even be a conversation. We'll look right. back and we will go, you know, it was like the very first time that I tried to watch a movie on a on a small, on my phone, yeah. I was like, I hate this, you know, they're too little. And now it's my preference. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like to watch, you know, shows on my phone whenever I want to watch them. Right. Kids are no different. Yeah. And so we are meeting them where they're at and we're normalizing this. And as a mom, so I have this, this educator experience, but I also have this mom experience, So many times parents, for happy birthday, here's a cell phone, happy birthday, here's an Xbox, happy birthday, here's a, and then we provide them with two or three hours of instruction on how to do this. No, we don't no, do that at all. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. You know, we, we tell them you can only play on it for this long right. and don't get on, get on any sites that you're not supposed to and don't say, send naked pictures. Right. Right? And then we get mad at them when they misuse the technology, but they're <laughs> never trained on it. And right. So I think as, a, as an educational system, we have a responsibility mm-hmm. to bring this into schools because that's what we do in school. We educate kids. And so you have this very high interest with this very high need. Why is this not normalized in school? Yeah. Just because it's not normal, you know, that's yeah. not what we did. And the hard thing about education is that there's so many experts because we all went through the system. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right so we're yes. all experts on it.
1: Right. Yes. You know, I have, I have to quote David here. He, <coughs> he talks about uh, perseverance a lot in the gaming. And you know, you try, you fail, you try, you fail, you try, you fail, you try, you succeed. Yes. And and that's, David talks about that a lot and he's, and he's exactly right. And that's exactly what we're looking for in anything, whether it's math, whether it's social studies, whether it's coding, whether it's uh, working at a body shop, whether it's going to work anywhere. Right. We're looking for perseverance is what we're looking for. Yes. And, and I think that's what, this is what eSports does for us. And the kids want to do it. And it's right there in front of me. So I, I want to ask this question: um, the curriculum. Yes. Can I give a bird's eye overview of that? Let's uh, tell us, the, you know, the, the key points of that curriculum.
2: Right. So we wanted to. So Mike's job was to keep the esports in it, because I don't like esports. Yeah. And my job was to make this something that teachers felt good about. That that we felt good, you know, we're, that we're teaching them something. And and what's happening in education is you know we're being inundated with all of these responsibilities you need to teach social emotional learning you need to teach college and career readiness you need to teach you know all of these things character education and we don't know where to put it there's not a class one class so we're putting it english teacher english teachers get saddled with everything you know well everybody has to take it so we'll put it there and so what we did is we took the social emotional learning the digital citizenship the uh, uh, character education and we combined that into units, and then we attached it to eSports. And so let's take toxicity in eSports, mm-hmm. is, is kind of a big thing. I mean, sure. I'm just gonna admit it. And so uh, we took that lesson, and we taught we teach kids what do you do when something like this happens online. And it was one of the most (laughs) unbelievable moments. Uh, Mike taught this. So we we actually teach this for credit Mm -hmm. in schools. Mm -hmm. And so the kids were walking out one day and I walked by and I said, hey, how was gaming concepts class today? And he walked out and this kid was just, he was like, we learned a lot today. And I was like, well, what did you talk about? He said, toxicity. And I said, well, what did you learn? And he goes, I learned that when someone says something online, not responding is a response. Hmm. And I kind of had to think, I thought, well, obviously, you know, and then I thought about our world. Does everyone need that lesson? Oh. You don't have to respond. Mm-hmm. And that is a response.
1: Yeah. I use it a lot.
2: It is great, <laughs> but n- but not everybody does. No. You know? <laughs> and for that kid, that was a moment yeah. that he... Yeah he did not really realize that you didn't have to respond. And it was a moment and it was because we were intentional about teaching it. Right. The reason that became a moment is we were intentional about teaching it. And this is the power. It's so authentic. Every kid has had a, a time where they were toxic digitally, whether that was through video games mm-hmm. or through TikTok or Instagram or something, there's certain things that you don't put online for the world to see, or you right. don't right. respond back. And it just seems like, that's so, everybody should know that, that that should be common sense. But then you look around, adults, like, oh. who should know better.
1: Yeah, we should turn off team chat in the real world.
2: I know. <laughs> okay, but what I want to say is, don't turn it off, let's teach them how to use it. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Because that's what we yeah. want to do, is we want to take away things that we think are bad. And I, I'm English teacher, again, banned books. Whenever we banned a book, <laughs> That was the, the most read book for the month, is it? Well, yes, you know yes. He said, right. don't read this book. There are bad things in it. it was yeah. like then everybody's like, oh,
0: we're going to go read this book. What's so bad about that's it?
2: That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And so that education piece, our educational system is fantastic when it's used for what it's supposed to be used for. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're just trying to do with esports. That's yeah. really
0: awesome. Well, and, 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 you know, to, specifically to the point of, Toxicity and, and that immediate response. You know, we're we're kind of conditioned that when somebody sends us a text, or for those of us that are older and use email, you know, when we get an email, we we have become conditioned that that warrants a response. I mean, I, I and I and I think about email especially. How long did it take? For people to stop replying, thanks. I got your email. Yes. I mean seriously, you know, when, when email was first a thing, that's it. People were thanking each other in email for sending the email, and it was like this weird, bizarre pit that everybody would fall into. Is you know, thanks for sending me. Hey, thanks for thanking me for sending you the email. Thanks for thanking me for yes. thanking you. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa! Just stop. Calm yes. down. It's okay. But but especially with how how quickly things move and how uh, rapidly really the expectation is that I'm going to, you know, I'm sending this out. You know, I sent a text, I sent a text to my daughter. Why didn't you respond in, you know, 2.5 uh, seconds? You should have responded before I even sent it to you. Right. I mean, right. That's, that's the right. expectation we have. So to teach the students and then hopefully by extension to also teaching some of the adults, it's okay to well, take a breath. And as you said, not responding, is a response. I'm not going to participate in this anymore. Yes. I'm bowing out. Yes. We're done here.
2: Because I'm an adult or I'm mature. Or, right. Or I don't want to escalate this. Right. Oh. Or I don't want to cause a, a international crisis right. by what I'm saying. Right. I mean, just yes. so many things. Yes. I was
1: just thinking about the student you said that came out and said that. You know, He learned at that moment how to center himself.
2: Yes. And,
1: you know, go, I, you know, this makes me me feel better. This is actually about me. Yes. Not them. Yes. Yeah. So I want to I jump real quick to uh, stopping the dropout rate. Let's talk about this. This is, that's what I see esports doing. That's what I see. Well, I'm a former band director. So, you know, I know the kids that band was their life. And yes. that was very important. And we talk about, hey, to do band, you've got to pay the dues. You've got to do chemistry. And you've got to do English. And so this is just the next evolution of that. It's, let's talk about that with esports.
2: Yes. So obviously, I have a, a huge interest in in alternative ed and, and dropout, and not that not that esports is just for those students. Right. And, and I know I, I talk with my hands so much. I'm air quoting here, <laughs> but it definitely uh, there is a, a at risk group of students that we are capturing mm-hmm. that schools have had a hard uh they 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 haven't done very well capturing them because we are it's a it's a beast education is an institution it's a beast and to move it forward or to change it is very difficult Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times these kids come to school and, and they don't have a why and you have to have a why to come to school and you know, you're not an athlete and you're not in a band or you're not in drama right. and you come to school every day and you really start asking yourself, why am I here? Yep. And does anybody care if I'm here? Mm. And it's a huge mental health crisis to go along with this dropout crisis it, it is we're having a terrible mental health crisis. And although digitally, we're more connected than we've ever been emotionally, not so much. Sure. And so these kids are looking around and nobody's nobody cares if I'm here I go through my days and nobody says anything to me and and teachers you know they're they're overtasked it's not it's not anyone's fault it's just the way the system is set up that's right and so if we can provide a why it's very linear for in my mind it's very linear it's I'm good at video games video games are in school I am good at school I, I mean it is just like I am good at football Football is in school. I am good at school. It's so linear, and these kids light up, and and they wear their jerseys to school. I mean, it is an ecosystem. Yeah. They wear their jerseys to school, and they meet their friends there. That, um, you design the jersey, and you do our social media, and you do our shoutcasting. This isn't about all about playing video games. There's an ecosystem here that is capturing these kids that that didn't have a why for school. Right. And as an administrator. That's all I want is a why. Right. Exactly. You know, yes. I'm trying to give kids. That's why we have bowling teams and we have, yeah. you know, fishing teams. Bass fishing yes. teams. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly.
1: Because we can now. That's right. So um, uh, if our listeners want to reach out and become your friend. Yes. And uh, learn all the cool stuff that you do. Yes. Uh, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: Well, my email, because I'm that age, yes. <laughs> <laughs> is Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y, at highschoolesportsleague.com and my twitter i'm pretty good at that too. is k g as in Gale custer
1: awesome well, thank you for coming on the show
2: thank you for having me it was so great to meet the famous
1: tech oh guy. You're, you're too kind
0: thank you very much for sharing all the stuff and that, that i can't wait to uh Actually, actually, continue this conversation. We're going to have you on our, our, our regular show for love sure. It. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we need to share a lot more. So, um,
2: what's your favorite video games?
0: Um,
1: I have one. Go ahead. <laughs> Can I have to tell it? Yeah, you got to tell it. I play. I don't play video games, but there's one that I love. I don't know why PUBG. I just I I like PUBG lately. I've only been playing about a year. And I didn't play before that because i have my hands. I'm an old dude, so you know.
2: Me too. But
1: um, I love it, and I play one called Zootopia on on the phone. But anyway, just, okay. That's my two uh, guilty pleasures. I love them. I love it.
0: Love them. <laughs> uh, I'm my on the PC side. Mine is actually a, a I guess you could call it a game. It's a soft body physics simulator beam ng drive. Okay. Uh, crash cars but it's much more than that but it's it's if it's, it's very physics uh, oriented. Right. He's being humble. He has 10,000 subscribers on his on his
1: YouTube channel that watch him yeah do it's stuff it's like a, that.
2: It's incredible. It's, it's it's it incredible. is it is it, it, it is. Like yeah. why would they do that? But
1: I I ask that a lot. <laughs> I, I actually that's my favorite thing. I love to watch students play games. I yes. love to watch them but, play the games and their interaction. What?
2: It's no different than football highlights. <laughs> Yeah, You know, yeah. It, they're watching mm-hmm. film. I love to doing. watch
1: and play live. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. How'd you do that? Yeah. Well, Sorry. Hey,
2: I'm so sorry. That's yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Hey, have a great FETC.
2: Yes, you
0: too. You've been listening to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening.